It's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Appreciate all your hard work and camp. Uh, y'all were amazing. You really were. We got better from the beginning of the spring to where we're at now. All the hard work that y'all put in in the summer, man, it's evident. And uh, I'm really excited. You know me. If, when, when I leave that practice field, you walk off there wondering if, if you ever going to play football again because it's hard and you wonder if you're any good. And I'm just trying to always keep guys humble and on edge. All right, but make no mistake, this has a chance to be a championship, hang a banner football team. And, but we do got to get better, all right? And so does everybody else in college football, and that's the challenge, okay? But I just wanted to tell you guys thank you. This, this is part seniors and also our leadership council, all right? And um, for us as a football team, part of hanging one of those banners is us loving, trusting, having each other's back, just like you saw in that video today. You know, that triple braided cord is what it's all about. And uh, you guys holding each other accountable, loving and trusting each other, bringing up the best in each other, demanding the best. That's the University of Oklahoma head football coach, Brent Venables, addressing the team as they wrap training camp. He said it, Tyler. This has a chance to be a special hang-a-banner type of football team. What say you? Uh, if what kind of banners are we talking We're not talking about Pop-Tarts Bowl banners, right? Talking about real Big 12 championship college football playoff banners? If that's what we're talking about, Big 12 title banners, I say, yeah, they got a chance to hang a banner. Come on, dude. How many yeah. banners? I mean, how many banners are up there, man? Like, and, 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 and that would be a, it would be, it would have been a fun off-season question. Like, what we think this team is going to be, would it be the worst team that's ever won a Big 12 championship before here? And there's been some the great teams that have team? won here. I mean, yeah, like, uh, like the point is, like, ha- have there been maybe the worst team? That's a bad way to put it. Like, have there been other years where it's been more surprising? that they've won the conference more than this year. Like, I think 2006, losing your quarterback in, what, late July, early August? Yeah. The thought of OU winning a Big 12 championship eight days before the start of the season, I bet wasn't too popular with the situation right. they were in at QB. Like, that's that's kind of the point there is it wouldn't be the most shocking, in my mind, conference championship they've ever won. Right. Yeah. I think they. I think they have a chance. I think they have a chance for multiple reasons. I think that the um, uh, the schedule is key number one. I think. Uh, I think the fact that we're going to be improving on both sides of the ball. I think there's a chance we improved dramatically over a year ago. And uh, I. I just. I don't know how strong our conference is right now. Um, I know that there's a lot of headlines out there about Texas, but I I don't think Texas is the best team in the conference right now. I think it's Kansas State. Kansas State won the thing a year ago, and I think they're in a really good position to, to win it again. In fact, I I put together my my, my playoff pick, which oh is boring as hell. God, someone's then, got Chris Kleiman going to the college football playoff this year. No, 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 no. I've got my... Like my real pick, which is boring as hell, 
And then what I hope to see, like what I think would be awesome for the college football playoff, and Kansas State is, in fact, in it. OU's not in it? Well, well I wanted to sound very awesome to me if K-State's yeah, in it. Not. I wanted to keep Oklahoma out of it I, just because, I mean, of course I think it would be awesome if they were in it, and I want that to happen. But uh, just to try and remain objective and have, like, a different look at it, I would like to see Tennessee, Wisconsin, Kansas State, and Oregon. Whoa. Okay. Tennessee, Wisconsin, Oregon, and Kansas State. Yeah. Huh. Playoff execs. Maybe they like that. Tennessee would get a pretty big audience. Um, That is – that's a very unique – okay, so I I know why Tennessee, your boy hypes out there, and they are a very fun football team to watch with the way that they play. Yeah. Um. Why in the hell do you have Oregon in your four? I uh, it's just they're they're kind of flips, they're kind of turnarounds. Um, you know, Tennessee Hypel flipped it recently, turned it around. You know, they're they're not picked to be the the conference winner, but I think they got a good shot at it. Wisconsin's getting flipped with Luke Fickle. They're not picked to win the Big Ten, but if you look at their schedule, they got a really legitimate shot at it if their offense can produce, and I think it's going to be able to. Um, Kansas State, not the pick in the Big T- uh, Big 12. It's Texas, but they won it a year ago. Um, I, I think I would pick them to be the strongest team in it. I think they've. you look at their schedule, they got a legitimate shot to go, and it's the same thing with Oregon. Um, I think it's a little bit more scattered out there at the Pac-12, but a lot of people have USC picked to win the thing. Um it's a recent flip with a coach, and I think I just think it'd be cool to see all those different teams in it. 405 says, Teddy with the Desmond Howard picks. That's funny. Didn't he have A&M in the championship game last year? Uh, is that right? I maybe. think he – did he have A&M in Michigan maybe in the in the championship yeah. game? Jason hey, – Jason. didn't I say plainly before I said it that it's just like a fun – Yes, but I, I wanted to go with it. I don't think it's going to happen, and it's just – Something interesting to think about. I wanted the joke to move forward. It's the four-team playoff that you could stomach the most potentially. Though seeing Oregon win a national championship, I wouldn't. I wouldn't love that. And that four-team playoff, I'm rooting for uh, Tennessee. It's one of those Tennessee where or Wisconsin. You'd love to see the playoff, but you, you couldn't stand for any one of the teams to win it. Yeah, if <laughs> right? like Wisconsin were to win a tie, like God, if Kansas State were to win one before you. Hey, dude. More I'm recently, just, uh, I guess. Uh, if Wisconsin were to win a national championship, I I don't even know what to think about the amount of booze that would be. Uh, would it be any different? I mean, they consume so much booze right now. I'm sure it's humanly possible to consume more. Would it be as much as we really think? Or yeah. would it just be a Tuesday night up there? No, I think it would be. I think it would be dangerous is what I think. I think it would be dangerous. But it would be fun to witness. Yeah. That's kind of why I put it there. I think, dude, I think Wisconsin's going to be good this year. I do. I like um, I like Mordecai quite a bit. He's probably going to he, – he, you know what it, this season kind of reminds me of? I don't know. They had Russell Wilson there. I don't remember his numbers offhand. But I, I bring this up because, like, OU was running the ball for so long and then Heupel gets there. And it felt like he was breaking a new school yeah. record every single week. 
I kind of feel like Mordecai has the chance to do that this year at, at Wisconsin. Yeah, well, they've got they got that, which is going to be interesting to watch. They've also got maybe the best running back in the country. We know they're going to have a really good offensive line, and I expect their defense to pick up right where they left off. I know it's a new system, but, you know, Luke Fickle is known for his defenses and how aggressive in the attack nature that they have. I don't know, man. I think it's like I think it's a perfect match. And to be able to get a quarterback that has as much experience in this type of system as Mordecai does and Phil Longo as the offensive coordinator calling it, I don't know, man. I just think it's dangerous. And their their schedule is it's a Big Ten West schedule. Yeah. You know? Okay, so I'm rolling with uh, Ohio State, Michigan, Bama, and Clemson in my 14 playoff. Let's get to yours real quick before we get back on David Stone. It's lame as hell. Right. Alabama, Michigan, Clemson, and I I think Tennessee's going to win the Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. East. We've been toying with the idea of not picking Georgia all season long. Two SEC schools have to get in, right? We can't have a playoff without two SEC schools, so give me uh, Tennessee. To show you how annoying Georgia is right now, it's I'm picking Bama to win the title, and I don't absolutely hate it like I have in previous years. I'm not saying that I love it, but it's a lot easier to stomach than Georgia just winning a third consecutive title. And me not having Georgia in the playoff – I understand it's probably the dumbest thing in history. Yeah, but at least we can look at ourselves in the mirror. I'll say something dumb next week to cover up for it. Sure. Uh, Okay, David Stone announcing tomorrow. Here's Steve Wiltfong earlier today on 24-7 Sports. Yeah, and we talked about him on Monday too, but this is the hottest name in the country right now going into his announcement and talking to his mom on, on Wednesday morning and talking to sources with knowledge of the recruitment on Wednesday. Look, Oklahoma, they've always felt good. He's an Oklahoma native. He's been to campus numerous times. His sister goes to school there. They love Brent Venables. They love Todd Bates. They love the trajectory of the program. But I'm telling you right now, nobody should be surprised if this young man picks Miami on Saturday. His family loves it in Coral Gables. His mom loves that he was able to go to IMG Academy and kind of spread his wings down there and become a man. And and the state of Florida has been good to him. This is a young man that wants to be a doctor. They like what Miami offers in that capacity. The smaller class sizes at Miami is another thing that's attractive. And then there's no program recruiting him harder right now. There's no program in touch with him and his family more than Mario Cristobal and company. And so the crystal balls on Oklahoma, it's been that way for like two years now. But I'm telling you here, as we hit the home stretch and Michigan State's in there, but Miami it could very much land uh, David Stone here going into his announcement this weekend. It's driving me crazy, man. Well, OU's led for two years, and I would still give them the slight edge. However, don't sleep on Miami being the pick tomorrow. His mom loves the area and the small class sizes, and haven't you heard? He could be a doctor at the University of Miami. There's a, there's a lot of hedging going on with the, with, with the selections here down the stretch. Well, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's a group of people that do know where he's going. Um, it's probably the immediate family, maybe a couple of close friends, uh, and probably the school he's announcing to, don't you think? I mean, 
I, I mean, I don't think – I think recruiting reporters may have an idea and they're getting a gauge of what the staff they cover thinks, but it doesn't sound like anyone truly knows what the pick's going to be tomorrow. They have their opinion, and it's, yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised if Miami is the selection. Yeah. 580, he's going to the U. I am on board with Teddy now. You have persuaded some, some OU fans to say, yeah, I think he's going to Miami tomorrow. Huh. You're still at that 70% on Miami, or are you flipping your crystal ball? <laughs> I, I'm 70%. I, I've, it, it, I can only say this so many times. Don't be with me. I don't know anything. I have no idea. Never talked to the kid in my life. Never talked to his family. Never spoken a single word to anyone on the staff about David Stone. Never heard and talked to anyone in recruiting circles about him. The only thing that I've ever heard is what you and Parker Thune say on Locked Up. <laughs> so all I'm doing is going off of the same story that I've seen previous to this. You're going with the uh, you're going with the NIL pick for a five star yeah. defensive lineman until you see otherwise. Yeah, you are led to believe that five star defensive lineman will take the the heaviest bag, and you're going to go with that until proven otherwise. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, dude, that's it's not terrible logic. He's going to take the fight most it money. Too hard. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like I don't. None of us want it to be Miami tomorrow, and I'll even say, it really say it's more of a guess that it's OU tomorrow but I can't sit here and fight you on it when I hear Wilt Fong or the Rivals guys or Brandon Drum on the station today and everyone just is like I don't I don't know man I, I don't know it could be Miami yeah totally possible yeah I, hey it's it's not a it's not a shocking thing that someone would take more money to go do something that maybe wasn't on top of their list People do that all the time. A lot of people work jobs that isn't necessarily what they want to be doing, but it pays well, and, you know, it, it's it's yeah. the option. Look at select. Aaron Rodgers with the Green Bay Packers. He clearly didn't want that job. Yeah. He was getting paid well. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's just it's, it's human nature. 708, I'm putting my eight ball of Coke on Miami. Excuse me, <laughs> I meant crystal ball. <laughs> 918, if he picks OU, can we please see an edit with two SEC trophies and a bunch of Clemson defensive linemen? I like that text a lot. Oh, wow. A nice USC shot in there from earlier this week. Very nicely done. That's funny. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a bunch of Clemson players. Oh, man, that's so funny. Nicely done. Uh, 805 from the state of California. So David Stone would rather play against Duke, Virginia, Pitt, Syracuse, etc. than SEC schedule? What's the matter? I I don't know that he necessarily would prefer to play that schedule. I wouldn't prefer to play that schedule. But if I was getting paid more money to play that schedule, I'd be fine with it. 918, locked in, locked up, David Stone, playoff picks. Can we just play the Friday beer clip yet with Sam Pittman? <laughs> I'm glad you guys love that as much as I do. 
Drew from uh, Flower Mound says FSU and Michigan in the playoff. Well, we'll find FSU, out. We'll find yeah. out uh, if Florida State's for real in what nine days, nine days from today. Yeah, they they play Louisiana State early. Don't they play Clemson early too? Yeah, they play both in the month of September, all the way from yeah. Tallahassee. Uh, they they're either going to be in a really good position to make it. And they might be totally eliminated, <laughs> you know. Uh, well, we I mean, here, here's the situation with Florida State: if you if you beat LSU on a neutral field, and you even lose to Clemson in a close game, but run the rest of that crap ACC schedule, Florida State's probably getting in the playoff. You think so? I I mean, from where they start preseason and how highly p- people think of them going into the year. If they beat LSU and LSU ends up being a 10-win football yeah. team, you know, I, we saw Ohio State last year lose to Michigan, not win their division and still make the playoff. It's happened before. That's true. And the ACC is not doing divisions, right? Oh, so, yeah, yeah, that's right. So, they, yeah, they would, they would play Clemson again in the playoff. Yeah, that's correct. Right. So Pac-12 and ACC, I believe, are not doing divisions this year. And I don't know – I don't. I'm. I've got slow internet right now. I'm trying to bring up their their schedule. Do they play North Carolina? North Carolina is the other dangerous team in the ACC because they've got who I think is the second best quarterback in the country and going to be a, a lock for a top five. Florida pick. State does not play North Carolina this year. They're off the schedule. Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. 405 after Hicks, then Bowen. Nobody knows where these guys will be playing till they sign their NLI. Uh, 405, I said Hicks was going to AM. I said Winery to Missouri. Unfortunately, I have a bad feeling about Stone, too. That's from the 405. Uh, one more from the 918. OU football will be living off the portal for defensive tackles until the end of time, whether <laughs> David Stone commits tomorrow or not. Well, that is. There's some definite truth to that. We are in a position right now where we're going to have to be – we're about to lose a ton of veteran players to graduation or, or NFL, and we're going to have to find a way to replace them, and transfer portal's probably going to be it in the near term. All right, quick time out. More from the rush coming up. Stay with us. A true Sooner fan wouldn't be caught dead without the KRF app. Join the Army. Get the app. Tell your friends. This is The Ref, where diehard Sooner fans listen. At Landers CDJR of Norman, we are driven to serve. Make this the summer event with our best offers, like $9,000 off 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee L or lease a 2023 Jeep Renegade for $299 a month. Landers CDJR of Norman, driven to serve. Hundreds of Oklahoma teenagers have no family, few options, and often nowhere to turn. But older kids need foster and adoptive families, too. The Oklahoma Department of Human Services has hundreds of teenagers waiting, hoping that you'll decide to make a difference in their life. Call the Oklahoma Department of Human Services and become a foster or adoptive parent. You will forever change a child's life and your own. You've made a big difference in my life. Thank you. At Landers CDJR of Norman, we are driven to serve, and we're giving our best offers this summer, like $15,000 off a 2023 Ram 1500 or $8,250 off a 2023 Ram 2500. Make this the summer event at Landers CDJR of Norman. 
I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. Newt and Ryan are leaving soon for Thailand to attend one of the world's largest colored gemstone shows. They will be selecting top quality gemstones at huge savings. This is the time to let us choose something extra special for a birthday, anniversary, or even Christmas. Or do something out of the ordinary and let us select a sapphire or ruby for your engagement ring. Call Mitchell's Jewelry today for more information. 405-360-2515. Don't be one of the powerless when extreme conditions strike. Lightning, high winds, excessive heat, or other severe conditions can leave you in the dark or worse. See the light. Contact Oklahoma Generator, the company that gives Oklahomans the power to protect their family, homes, health, business, and life. Oklahoma Generator is a certified Premier Generac dealer, providing professional installation, service, and repair to keep you safe and secure. Be ready for anything. Oklahoma Generator. OKGen.com. Power to the people. Weight loss surgery is more than a procedure. It's a life-changing experience. At Norman Regional's Journey Clinic, our goal is to empower our patients so they can achieve their fullest potential in health and in life. Our nationally accredited program offers support through every stage of your weight loss journey, giving you all the resources you need along the way. The path to a healthier you isn't one you have to walk alone. Call 405-515-2049 or visit journeyclinic.com to set an appointment and discover if Journey Clinic is right for you. Are you an OEC member contemplating the addition of solar panels to your home or business? Before you make the purchase, contact Oklahoma Electric Cooperative Solar Experts. We will be able to tell you exactly how many panels your home needs and how the addition of solar panels truly affects your electric bill. OEC does not partner with solar companies and asks that you report any company that claims otherwise. To learn more, give us a call at 405-321-2024 or visit us at www.okcoop.org renewables. Wake up with Toby Rowland. Not much to talk about. We'll figure out a way to cobble our way through three hours. And T.J. Perry. (laughs) What a bomb. What a complete bomb. The T-Row in the morning show. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. Work on that because I want you to do that every coach's show when Brent drops something funny or you go into a wheeze guy. (laughs) I can't see. I can't get the wheeze. (laughs) I'm getting closer. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a question. You're Brent Venables, and you give me a funny answer, okay? Uh, Brent, so uh, Kane Brown, really? <laughs> I don't even know how to give a funny answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm hurting myself. I was going to say, he might fall over on his page. <laughs> need resuscitation. T-Row and TJ, weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Football Friday on The Rush. Time for our Under the Radar segment brought to you by Board Street Ventures. Board Street Ventures is a venture capital firm that provides funding and guidance for promising Under the Radar Sooner startups. Learn how you can help support OU innovation at BoydStreetVentures.com. Glad to have this segment back. I'm actually going to be at Boyd Street Ventures for the pregame show coming up in eight days. Chris Plank, an hour before me. And I'll be there for uh, two hours from uh, 8 to 10 before the OU Arkansas State game. Let's go. Um, under the radar, someone from this training camp, we talked about every single position the past three weeks, but someone under the radar for training camp that had a really good camp that we're probably not talking enough about. 
Oh, While man. you're thinking, I'm just going to go ahead and take the tee box here. Okay. Um, give me Walter Rouse. Yeah. I think the other tackle who's got top ten pick potential has been talked about way more. If he realizes the potential, then, you know, this offensive line will be in an incredible spot. All that meanwhile, apparently Walter Rouse had a really good camp and – does he have the upside of Guyton? No. But does he have the upside to be a really good tackle in this league? Sounds like it, man. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I think that's a really good one. I think um, I think uh, I'll throw two names at you. Marcus Major and Tawi Walker. Ooh. I think we get we get enamored with a bunch of the new names there, the Barnes and the Sawchucks and the Hicks, but the two older players may end up being your two guys that carry the rock the most this year. I'm not surprised at all about Tawi Walker. We've talked a lot about Tawi Walker and how DeMarco Murray is very demanding at practice and seems to throw out nothing but praise to Tawi Walker. But tell me why Marcus Major has had a very under-the-radar camp. What has he really excelled at? What has he done to put himself in that in that spot? Well, everything, just like he always has. Uh, incredibly physical, running the football. He's, uh, I th- I think, I, well, I shouldn't comment on that because I, I really don't know. Uh, but he's physical. He's. I think he's got better speed than what his size would lead you to believe. Um, so he's got he's got better breakaway potential maybe than than people think. Um, we just haven't seen a whole heck of a lot from the kid for obvious reasons. But uh, I think he's had a really good, healthy training camp. Both all three on offense, by the way, um, because defensively. I mean, Dejon Terry would probably fit into that a little bit, but I feel yeah. like we've talked a lot about the defensive line and him specifically. Like it was, I, it was like when the rumors started to come out about Jacob Lacey maybe not being available for this year. That was kind of like, ooh, that's not, it's not great for a defensive line that's trying to find its its main guys. But in his absence, and and hopefully he's back by at some point this year. Dejon Terry it seems like he's fit in that role quite nicely um what about woody washington you know we've heard a whole lot about the other cornerback battle we've talked a lot about the safeties a lot about the defensive line we've even talked a lot about the backers woody washington's kind of the starter that really hadn't been talked about hardly at all on defense and i think he's he's set to have his best year as a sooner um looks really good out there Looks really strong. He's moving well. Uh, he's almost the guy that you forget in practice that is out there because he's just he's locking down and doing his job. They're not throwing his way a bunch. So yeah, he's I mean, a really it's, good camp yeah, too. definitely not under the radar that he's a starter or maybe your best corner. But we haven't really followed his progression all that much throughout training camp because the storyline is who's going to win that other that second corner spot. But what is a I guess what's a like you you say that Woody Washington's gonna have his best year? Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm down with that. I I can get there. What does that mean? Does that mean he could be a first team All Conference corner? Or is that I don't too? Know. I, is a that lot too of times, 
Yeah, a lot of times that has to do, like, you can be a corner that got your ass torched the entire season but caught five tipped balls for interceptions and lead the conference in interceptions and you'll be an all-Big 12 corner. You know? There's truth to that. So I don't necessarily know like what it means for him as far as all-Big 12, but I think it means like, he's got a chance to – to be a super consistent, big-time player for us at corner, and, you know, we haven't had that in a while. 8-3-2, I believe, the Marcus Major hype when he plays more than one game or gets good praise from camp. He's gotten good praise from camp already. But I, I totally understand. I mean, it's a fair point on staying healthy. I don't – like, we, we just took the concerns text last hour. I don't think I saw any running backs. Like I, safety, kicking, in-game management, any problem that you could think of was on there outside of running back. So it's not a concern, but how how they dole out the carries in game one is going to be fascinating. And it'll probably, yeah. I'm guessing it's going to be Barnes and Sawchuck if both of those guys are healthy, but who's the number three back to start the season? And like Levy said, six to seven wide receivers are going to be in the mix. Well, there's not going to be six to seven running backs. But is it going to yeah. be three running backs in the mix? Are there going to be four running backs in the mix? Will there just be two running backs in the mix? I would guess three, but it's not a question to me as if they're going to be any good. But the usage out of those guys is, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, it's, it's going to be. It'll be interesting to see how it goes. I think probably because of Marcus Major's injury history, you probably won't see him with really long extended carries in non-conference games if they've got control of the football game. Uh, could be wrong about that. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I, probably him, Tawi, and Barnes. Would be your three guys that I would pick. Yeah. Um, Sawchuck has been battling some some health issues. Uh, Hicks is has an incredibly high ceiling, but you know he's a true freshman that's probably making a bunch of freshman mistakes out there. So if you were to circle three, that's the three I would circle: Barnes, Tawi, and Marcus Major. Four oh five. Didn't Levy have three running backs with five hundred plus rushing yards his last year at Ole Miss? I think there was probably two and then the quarterback. The quarterback, Matt Corral. Well, he only had – did he have just one over 500 yards last year? Did Barnes get to 500, or was he just under that? Oh. So it's it's, it's looked a lot know. different the past two years that he's been at OC. Yeah. Uh, I'll go back and look at Ole Miss. I mean, a lot of that kind of depends on your personnel. Um, but – I. I don't know. I think that I think the it could be harder to do that. I think the quarterbacks, yes, uh, plural quarterbacks, are going to take a uh, a much bigger percentage of the the running attempts, rushing attempts, and yards. So let's see. In twenty one, um, you had wait a second. That's not right. Sorry. It was giving me last year's stats. 
Uh, yeah, you're going to see Sean, You're going to see uh, Judkins all over that if you look at Ole Miss's stats yeah. last year. Uh, Gutty says, concerns? Uh, machine gun, I got a cold beer in one hand and a joint in the other. I have no concerns right now. <laughs> Love you too, uh, Gunny. Uh, uh, 817, ask Teddy if he feared size or speed more in a running back. What do I uh, value more? No, what did you fear more with the running back, size or speed? Did you fear size. Jamar Toombs more? Or I'm trying to think of a fast running back from your time. Who would that have been? Uh, Tomb, I didn't play against Toombs, really. Um, yeah, I guess he was gone after 2000. Yeah, but to me, it's to me, it's size, and it's usually not even like like big. It's guys that are compact and low to the ground. Those are the guys that are difficult to tackle. I, even like big guys that give you a, a lot of surface area, you don't really worry near as much about tackling those guys. You know, you better bring everything to the party. But it's the guys that, like a, a tall guy, you can go make an arm tackle, you know, out of out in space whenever you're straining to get there and you're not in perfect position because they have so much surface area, and you easily grab them around the waist. Uh, a short compact guy there's nowhere to grab because it's all all you see is like helmet shoulder pads and knees and you can't just grab a hold of that whenever you're out of position so they become really hard to tackle if you're not squared up perfectly on them they just run through everything else so those guys are the most difficult uh darren sproles was the speed back that i uh could have used as a comp from your day yeah but he you know even sproles is a guy that if you get your hands on him, which Hard I know to do. easier said than Not done, easy. but he those guys go down like no problem. I would pick I would pick a guy like that all day over a guy like P Ryan in his prime or you know, just those low run behind their pads guys. Physical. Uh like Marshawn Lynch. Uh like um um just oh say Tawi Walker and get everyone yeah, excited. Tawi, Tawi Walker's that's exactly it's Samaje, it. it's Marshawn Lynch, and it's Tawi Walker. There's your three. Yeah, there you go. All right, uh, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll hit a couple things that caught my eye next. Stay tuned. A true Sooner fan wouldn't be caught dead without the KRF app. Join the Army. Get the app. Tell your friends. This is The Ref, where diehard Sooner fans listen. At Landers CDJR of Norman, we are driven to serve. Make this the summer event with our best offers, like $9,000 off 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee L or lease a 2023 Jeep Renegade for $299 a month. Landers CDJR of Norman, driven to serve. A little bit of sweet and a whole lot of heat. Rom's new sweet and spicy Gouda Burger is packed with mouth-watering flavor. We start with a fresh-baked artisan multigrain bun. Top it with a sizzling burger patty and bacon. Add a little mayo and then throw on the heat with apple habanero barbecue sauce and jalapenos. Oh, and we can't forget the smoked Gouda cheese melted to perfection. Brahms Sweet and Spicy Gouda Burger. Available for a limited time at Brahms. At Landers CDJR of Norman, we are driven to serve, and we're giving our best offers this summer, like $15,000 off a 2023 Ram 1500 or $8,250 off a 2023 Ram 2500. Make this the summer event at Landers CDJR of Norman.
dreaming of an escape? What about a relaxing escape to your very own backyard? Signature Custom Pools can turn your dreams into reality. Signature Custom Pools creates distinctive designs to fit your perfect getaway. Call Signature Custom Pools for your free design consultation at 405-898-9098 or visit them online at SignatureCustomPools.com and turn your backyard into your dream escape. Landmark Fine Homes is a custom home builder in Oklahoma City. Our commitment is to build energy-efficient, custom-quality crafted homes around the metro OKC area. If you are looking to build your first home or last, Landmark Fine Homes is the builder for you. We have many floor plans to choose from, or bring us one that you already have. We have communities throughout the metro, or we will build on your lot. Call 405-347-5991 and let Landmark Fine Homes help turn your dreams into a reality. The staff at Primrose stands ready to serve families before and after the passing of a loved one. Call us today so that our staff can share with you how you are able to pre-plan all of your services in advance of a need. This will relieve your family and friends from having to make decisions on the hardest day of their life. Call us today at 405-321-6000. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. If you're in your 40s or older and you're thinking about improving your vision, let me introduce you to the new LASIK, or as we like to call it, lens replacement. Lens replacement provides a permanent solution to your vision needs, unlike LASIK, which often leads patients needing reading glasses or adjusting to monovision. Here's the best part. With lens replacement, you'll never require cataract surgery. Lens replacement, the new LASIK. It's a major leap forward in vision correction. So if you're ready to see 2020, then check out the new LASIK available at thenewlasik.com. Back then, we'd spend nights in front of the boob tube. We'd take our same seats, smoke cigarettes, and watch until the station played. We all smoked in those days. If that was you then, get your lungs screened now. Surviving lung cancer starts with a scan. Learn more at ScreenYourLungs.org. This PSA was made possible by industry funding and guidance from lung cancer patient groups. It's What Caught Teddy's Eye, brought to you by Yalagosny Law. Have you heard hiring a lawyer makes your insurance claim take even longer? Not at Yalagosny Law. They work to keep your claim moving forward and fight delay at every turn. West Yalagosny Law, 405-800-8080. That's 405-800-8080. Let's get to it. Story number one is? Well, Tyler, uh, Steven Strasburg will retire He's uh, officially going to retire from the Washington Nationals and uh, three-time All-Star, won the World Series in 19, World Series MVP, um, really had it going. When he was healthy, especially early in his career, was incredible. Uh, I remember watching his debut. I think he struck out like 15 guys or something in his Major League Baseball debut, and his stuff was just incredible. Uh, struggle with injury, but 
Strasburg's hanging it up. Yeah, great career. I remember watching him his last year at San Diego State, I think. And he's just mowing down hitters left and right. So he um, – I, I don't know if, like, Paul Skeens is a good comparison, not just in the way that they're, like, how they deal on the mound, but more of, like, we really found out about them their last year and they got drafted really high. But mm-hmm. San Diego State, first watched him. Everyone knew he was legit. Heck of an MLB career. Hate the Washington Nationals, but heck of a career. Hat tip. Um, since you hate the Washington Nationals, you'll like this. He's going to continue to be paid $35 million a year through 2026. He then will receive $26 million in 2027, 2028, and then uh, 2029. <laughs> he's almost like the new Bobby Bonilla is what it sounds like. I know it. He, I guess he's only in the fourth year of a seven-year, $245 million contract that they're going to defer a bunch of those payments and extend it out to make it a little more uh, um, easy or easier for the um, for them to stomach. But what a talent. Um, I saw this. Matt Rule was asked about uh, some of the tougher coaches that he's ever had to coach against, and I felt I felt great whenever he, I felt um, reinforced whenever he said Mike Gundy. Ooh, right. He said Mike Gundy doesn't know him personally, but he's always felt that Mike Gundy does more with less than maybe anybody else. Finds a way to win ten games, uh, really, no matter what his roster looks like. And that's what I've always been saying about Gundy. It's yeah, impressive. yeah, it's fair. It's true. It's just. Um... I guess it's a little interesting. He doesn't have much of a relationship with him. He would have coached against him at least three times, right? Yeah. Said he's never yeah. really talked to him before. He said that he didn't really know him personally uh, all that well other than coaching against him. So thought that was interesting. And the last thing I have was the texter was correct. I went back and looked at Ole Miss 2021. They did have three running backs over 500 yards. Ely. Snoop Connor and Parrish and Matt Corral also at quarterback was over 500 yards. So they had four rushers over 500, three of those running backs. Someone probably hit on that prop bet somewhere and it paid out quite yeah. nicely. Four rushers over 500 yards. Okay, so a big story yesterday in college football was LSU defensive tackle Mason Smith, former five star, maybe their best defensive lineman this year, suspended by the NCAA for the Florida State game coming up because essentially he did an autograph session like a week or two before it was legal, and now he's being suspended, which is stupid, whatever. But LSU has known about this. They knew about it all the way back to last year, and they even tried to reschedule games to this weekend to make him eligible for the Florida State game. LSU plays Grambling State in week two, and they tried to schedule that game for week zero this weekend so he could be suspended that game, come back from the FSU game, but logistics just didn't work out. They tried to alter their entire schedule for one player. That's pretty right. impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I guess the only thing I can say is I got to respect it. I got to respect it for LSU trying to change their schedule to fit and uh, and make him eligible for Florida State. That's how you want it. That would have uh, that would have been nice. It would have been some nice gamesmanship by LSU. 
Big and Rich, no longer a part of ESPN College Game Day. So the start to your Saturday morning is going to sound a little bit different from here on out. Yeah, what's the deal with that? What's what's the new song? I know they have a new playoff song. Um, like they always have a new college football playoff song that they unveil every year. Yeah. But I don't know if they've unveiled what the new game day song is. Maybe you'll find out tomorrow. Huh. Is there a reason they're changing it? pretty awesome actually it is i'm gonna miss it not that i've watched a ton of college game day over the past eight years or so um still really tune in for the end to see who corso picks that's still fun but yeah i don't i mean i I didn't see the the reason if that was an espn or a big and rich decision but no more i wouldn't have i wouldn't have been able to tell you that that song plays on game day is that Uh, bad um yes Knowing you, it's not surprising whatsoever. Yeah. Not surprising whatsoever. Last one I have, Big Ten Coach's favorite musical artist from Brett McMurphy. Let's see the highlights here. Uh, Michigan's Jim Harbaugh says Alanis Morissette. <laughs> That's funny. Michigan I- State's <laughs> Mel Tucker and Purdue's Ryan Walters both said Prince. So Prince probably got the most votes out of these Power Five coaches. That's interesting. Two in the Big Ten and at least one in the Big 12. That's interesting. Hey, I, I got no problem with Prince, but favorite? I, I don't know. That seems strange. Ohio State's Ryan Day went with a uh, controversial pick in some people's eyes. Morgan Wallen is his favorite musical artist. Huh. What's controversial about that? Isn't he like the number one country music well, name right now? He, there was an incident with him a couple of years ago. Google it, and you'll find out what that incident was. Oh, uh, okay. You'll, it, it's easy to find why it's uh, controversial. Matt Rule, who you just talked about, Dave Matthews Band is his favorite. Huh. Really? Matt Rule, out of all the musical artists, Dave Matthews Band's your favorite? Could have picked anyone. The Dave Matthews you Band, You know, huh? here's the thing about the Dave Matthews Band. It's, it's kind of a lame pick. But the fact is that, like, just musicianship is really, really good. The drummer he has is incredible. It's actually pretty good. So I can't hammer him on that too bad. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up our number two next here from Riverwind. Sooner Football Talk lives here. This is The Ref. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro tailgate on Sierra. This tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. The list goes on, but it's more than just innovative engineering. It's knowing GMC is committed to professional-grade excellence on every level. See your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Ref Army, thank you for a tremendous turnout for our first gridiron giveaway at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Edmond. As always, you delivered. Also, thank you to our great premier sponsors that made the event possible. Buffalo Wild Wings, Cavens Group, Fast Signs of Norman, Mitchell's Jewelry, Amini's Galleria, and Riverwind Casino. And a big shout-out. And- no. But also, if you're Notre Dame and you go out and Navy is able to keep it close, does that really prove that you're a bad team? 
I don't think that does either, just because of the way that they, the style of football that they play. So I don't know. I don't necessarily think there's a whole lot to learn there in that one. Um, I, I'll tell you what the biggest storyline is. Um, okay. Football's going into the dirt and mud at Vanderbilt Stadium tomorrow after PATs. <laughs> Will they use cranes as a field goal post? Yeah, that's pretty funny. Look like that today. I think I the only thing maybe that is interesting is we won't be able to tell necessarily if USC's defense is better, but we can tell if they're not better, if that makes sense. I could really it proves nothing if you go out and hold San Jose State to uh, you know, 14 or fewer points. That doesn't prove anything. But if San Jose State comes out and scores 35 on you, then I think you could have a firestorm on your hands. So, really, what can be proven tomorrow or the big storylines tomorrow, and I do agree with this, it's mainly just negatives against the two top 15 teams if they emerge. Yeah. Yeah. And how uh, fickle the USC fan base is if – only 40,000 show to watch a Heisman Trophy winner tomorrow night. I'll probably be making fun yeah. of that at some point. What do you think? What's the expected attendance there? Well, the tickets right now are tickets are as low as $19 on the secondary market. Have, have we heard anything on Arkansas State, like what the tickets are in our situation? I mean, the, the weather is supposed to be brutally hot. Ooh, oh, yeah. Um, it's an 11 a.m. kick. It's Arkansas State. I mean, it's not exactly an awesome combination for a jam-packed home opener. Luckily, there's not like two or other three awesome uh, opening week games at the same time as yours. Yeah, that could I think be working against you. I think we'll probably have a good crowd. Let me see. But- Twenty-four dollars on the secondary market right now um, for two tickets. I think it's going to be one of those where if if we happen to have a, a nice lead at halftime, that place is going to empty out. Like the FAU game. Remember that FAU game? Oh it was a really God. good crowd for a really hot 11 a.m. kick. OU dominated in the first half, and everybody left at halftime. I, I can't necessarily blame them because by the time the second half starts is whenever that, he is really going to be ramping up. All right. Quick timeout. We'll come back for the final hour of the rush here from Riverwind Casino. Stay with us. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF app. The Ref Sports Radio Network. At Lander Chevy Norman, we're feeling good. How good? With these final deals of the summer, you'll be feeling better than ever. That's right. This year's hottest savings are here. Right now, take up to $9,000 off MSRP on new 2023 Silverado crew cabs in stock. Also shop our large pre-owned selection, backed by the Lander's Advantage. So feel good all summer long. And shop Lander Chevrolet of Norman and LanderChevroletNorman.com. Find new roads. Plus finance with GM Financial. WAT includes GM trade assistance and consumer cash. This is Toby Rowland. Did you know that more than 80 million people depend on AM radio each month for news, weather, and emergency information? A new bill in Congress would make sure AM radio remains in cars because when cell and